0: Hi, everybody. This is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We have a terrific segment for you in this part of the show. You're really going to enjoy it. We have Robert Kudla on from TradeGeniusAcademy.com, and we use Bob Kudla a lot as our financial expert on a number of issues, and there is a lot. Happening in this post-election show, I'll tell you the opportunities abound for people that want to make money. And a lot of people are saying, "Oh, gee, the dollar, this, the dollar, that." Uh, uh. Don't listen to the naysayers. This is a great market with great opportunities. And here to talk to us about it is Bob Kudla. Bob, thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, hey, Dave, thanks for having me.
0: Well, we were alluding to uh, before we came on the air. About there are some big, big developments going on in China. Let's let's start there and let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. So today, well, about a month ago, the courts have ruled that hey, um, they consider cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin to be considered a an asset that is legal to be held by individual citizens of that country. Today, they they reaffirmed that and confirmed it, and what that means is. Basically, two years ago, Dave, they, they made, basically made trading and holding cryptocurrencies illegal in China. And now, they reinstituted that as an illegal asset to own, and, and they consider it a decentralized currency. And basically, they said, hey, as far as China's concerned, their citizens can trade it, they can own it, and it's legal. And that, that is huge. Because in 2016 and 2017, the Chinese were part and parcel for the reason why Bitcoin and the cryptocurrencies rocked and moved up basically, you know, a thousand percent in in basically 14 months. So I think this is a huge move. And my personal view on this is that I think the Chinese are a little bit worried about the capital controls, their devaluation the of their currency. And plus the fact that many of their citizens can't generate wealth any other way, their real estate markets are collapsing, their stock markets collapsing, the trade tariffs are causing some issues for them, and I think they're giving them a distraction, and that distraction is going to cause us to be able to generate wealth in this country trading Bitcoin.
0: Well, tell me how what the connection is there between China and what people who are trading in Bitcoin that are American, what what value, how does that value and benefit Americans?
1: Well, it, it, it brings a couple hundred million new investors into a currency, into a token that has, has limited supply. And so it's like anything else, there's going to be more demand than supply, and it's going to lift the price of the cryptocurrencies, you know, back up to old highs again. So, there's been a lot of people speculating that hey, the cryptocurrencies are going to start making a move this year. I think they've been a lot of people have been sniffing this out, and so this is just a, a, a tremendous opportunity for people to make money in an asset that's not correlated to the economy.
0: Wow, that's uh, I mean, it's kind of like a rising tide lifts all boats, but. Uh, the the demand versus the availability of this is going to squeeze this currency to go higher. It's absolutely fantastic. But what's that going to do? I wonder about the geopolitical effects here because one of the things the Chinese have been very good at is basically keeping their people at the subsistence level, keeping them dependent on government so they're easier to manage. If they're going to create a new class of rising wealth in China, doesn't that stand to possibly destabilize that regime oh this the, the
1: cryptocurrencies are for the elite dave so i think i think this is a relief valve for the elite to get their 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 wealth out of the country i think oh. president g is under a lot of pressure and people are like hey you're not giving us any alternative if this regime goes down we have no way of escaping so I have a different view on this. I don't think none of this is this is very Machiavellian. I don't think any of this is altruistic at all. You know, the people who own cryptocurrencies in China are not the more the poor, are, but are the elite. And I think this is a way for them to be able to circumvent capital controls because I think the Chinese are going to major league devalue their currency on a go-forward basis. Oh my. This is the way in which them. Yeah, this is my my conspiracy theory, but. I I feel pretty good about it.
0: Uh, If they devalue their currency, won't that affect our treasury and our bonds?
1: You bet. It's going to cause... Remember in August of 2015, I remember this well because I was at a dinner party when the the Chinese did this, and I remember trading from my phone at the dinner table as as our stock market was crashing, and we lost 20% value in a matter of weeks. And when the Chinese devalue their currency, it's going to cause great stress on our stock market, and it's going to cause great stress on our bond market. We're in a situation, Dave, where both the bond market and the stock market can lose value at the same time. And I think this is what the Chinese are setting themselves up for, and they gave their citizens, their connected people, an out. And, you know, gold and silver also. So, you know, gold, silver, crypto they're all going to be a safe haven for not just their people, but for people like us who are in the know.
0: And that's, that's absolutely incredible. So the Chinese are kind of getting a win-win here. They take care of the elite, the very group that could uh, cause a change of regime. And at the same time, they're going to strike a big blow at the American economy.
1: You, you, you bet. This, is, this trade war is, is far from over.
0: So is this the counterattack that uh, we've been expecting? This is
1: the second movie of, the, uh, of Star Wars, The Empire Strikes
0: Back. <laughs> okay, that's a good analogy. I like that. I don't know if I like the effect, though. Do, do you think that Trump has an ace up his sleeve?
1: Yeah, you know what? Look, the Chinese... Look, I'm going to be really clear here. This might be a nice tactical move on the Chinese part, but strategically, they're screwed, Dave. They have nothing... They have nothing that the United States absolutely needs to survive. Look, if push comes to shove, every treasury that the Chinese sell, our Federal Reserve could buy. So it's not a matter of of can they put us to our knees. It's really a political issue for us. It's not a strategic issue for us. And the Chinese have no other markets. So everything that's being imported by the United States if it leaves China, it's going to go somewhere else for us to import it. Uh-huh. But the Chinese don't have anything other than rare earth metals. They don't have anything that the United States requires in order to thrive as an economy. But the Chinese have something we absolutely need. They they need they need our markets, and they're losing them, and they're losing them quickly. So this is just a short term pain threshold to see if they could force. The you know the new Democratic House to cry and moan, you know to get Trump to change his view. But strategically, the United States is in a catbird seat.
0: Well, the House can't do anything to force Trump to change what he's done with trade policies.
1: No, you know that's the funny thing about it. People don't know that, Dave. That's the thing. The ignorance of people is is, is astounding to me. If they lost the Senate, a different issue. But the the Democrats holding the House changes. Nothing Trump has done or will do. The House was never Trump's friend anyway the first two years. So this is, this is the election for Trump is nothing but good news for him. Because if things go bad, he can blame the House. You know, if things go good, he can say, look, these are my policies. Trump was the big winner in the election
0: on Thursday interesting you know i'm hearing a story and, I, and this is kind of off our beaten path here but with the uh, firing of jeff sessions to a lot of people that i talk to and i'm talking about people on the inside like dhs they believe this signals that the possibility of indictments are coming but one source told me and i think the source is accurate they said it's the threat of the indictments that could spill over to the Democrats that could make some of them fall into line with Trump's policies. Have you heard anything about this at all? Yeah, you know, the fact that they picked the
1: attorney general, former attorney general for Iowa, tells you volumes because he absolutely is a Trumper. He absolutely believed that Hillary should have been indicted. He absolutely believed Mueller should be contained. And the fact that Trump praised Nancy Pelosi I saw that. Is there, there, there's there's something moving behind the scenes here and so yeah, I think it's a threat. I think the fact that they fired session the, the day of the election,
0: By calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347 is telling.
1: I think you Trump's
0: saying, you know what?
1: Go for it. You know, you you want me to expose you want to expose things? I can expose things. I think I think Trump he has extraordinary patience, Dave. I think he has been sitting on this and sitting on this and sitting on this and he's going to roll it out when he needs to. And the people the house Democrats who think they're all that, they're going to get rolled because Trump has all this information on all these people and he'll roll it out if he needs to. And if they haven't figured it out yet, he could play hardball.
0: Yeah, he. I heard that very comment that you just made where he said the Democrats want to investigate me. He said it'll go both ways and they won't like what comes back their way. And I I heard him say that very clearly. And I also feel that uh, he is in the catbird seat. I think you're absolutely right about this. Um, There was something that happened that really caught my attention about a year ago, Bob. And I think it signaled that there were some people that kind of saw this coming. John Podesta, on behalf of the Clinton Foundation, sold off massive assets around the world. And people saying, well, why would they do that? And they're saying, well, if they could liquefy and diversify, it would be harder to confiscate when the prosecutions come. Do you remember anything about that? It was about a year ago.
1: Yeah, no, I, I heard that, and, and and absolutely, they they know it's coming. In fact, this guy, uh, the um, the gentleman that's now acting as the attorney general for the country, he absolutely has his gun sights on 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 the Clintons, and this is definitely going to be like Ed growling Poe, you know, that's the, the pendulum is swinging. Yeah. Let me know if you want me to drop it closer and closer, and I can leave it over your head for the next two years, because in a moment's notice. And here the thing about it, Dave, is that the Senate is totally his now. So everybody that's been elected are, is beholden to him. And, and so he can move those people at will. And the bureaucracy... He's cleaned out all the people who are opposed to him at the FBI and DOJ and he's gonna have his own person in there and and so you know, it's one thing for the House to say we're gonna do hearings, it's a far other thing for a Department of Justice to say, I'm gonna indict you. Okay? So so he has definitely the cards.
0: Well, and the Democrats can't stop his uh, uh appointment to the uh, for his uh, for session's replacement because nope. he's in such control. See, I don't think that replacement will come until after they seat the new Senate.
1: Yeah, uh, of course yeah, not.
0: Yeah, because he'll have such superior numbers.
1: Yeah, I agree. And he can pick whoever he wants. And here's the thing about it. People don't realize that you know, if they don't like this guy, he can resign and then as soon as the soon as Congress goes into recess for the holidays he can do he can do a, a recess appointment you know so he, he has who he wants and you know what and he'll drop
0: the bombs as he needs to yeah it's I'm just sitting back here saying it's about darn time
1: yeah I agree I, I I've been I, I can't be in his head but it, it's now
0: WithDave. dot com. That's water dot Save eighty dollars for a short time,
1: or never, never. I think he and I think he shot the, the thing across the bow with Pelosi, saying, "Look, I can put you in power, or I can let these crazy people put some other money person in power." So I, I, I thought that was telling too. Trump. People think Trump is a loose cannon. He's extremely strategic. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, 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 well, there's no question he's extremely strategic, but he is really strengthening his hold on this country. And this is why we're seeing the left go nuts. I'm sure you saw that display of the antics by Acosta from CNN at the White House briefing when Trump was answering questions and Acosta just went out of control.
1: Um, Mari Povich, you mean?
0: No, I'm talking about Acosta from CNN.
1: I know, I'm being funny.
0: Oh, I know, he's I'm sorry. Like...
1: He, I, I'm sorry, you didn't get my joke. He's like Mari Povich. I mean, you know. Oh, he, oh,
0: okay. You mean the talk show host?
1: Yeah, he's not a journalist. He's a talk show host. Oh. A cross is a joke. You know, it's all about clicks for him.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And and now they're claiming that the video that showed him uh, basically assault that White House staffer that tried to get the microphone, now they're claiming they doctored the video. Are you kidding wow. me? You know what? They're, they're, they're pathetic, Dave. They they are pathetic. It's just, you know, you have to wonder how do people get so twisted? I had a discussion, I, I, I think you'll find this really interesting, Bob. I had a discussion with some young co-eds um, in, in, in one of my 101 classes, and we were talking about the midterm elections. And, um, people are bringing up trump's a loose cannon and he does this he's that and i said yeah but do you like jobs to go to i said you live in a state here in arizona where we have more job openings right now than we got people to fill them isn't that a good thing that he's done for the economy do you want to focus on his idiosyncrasies or the fact that he's created a good economic future for you and someone spoke up and said but he's a racist and i said can you cite for me where he's been a racist? Now, listen to this. This person who said this is a good student. They said, well, there's lynchings going on of brown people just for the color of their skin, and Trump is responsible. This is the nonsense that's coming out of the liberals right now.
1: Yeah, and you know what? It, it And it just defies belief, you know? You know, the fact that they try to call him an anti-Semite when he's basically oh, yeah. he's surrounded by people were jewish and people who chose to become Mm -hmm. jewish you know and you know and being jewish is not like it's not like an easy thing you're you're immediately a target you know so sure you know it it, it's ridiculous and you know and i live in southern california i think you live in a part of the world too where where you know it's very mixed in terms of race and i think we don't have the history of the quote-unquote the legacy of racism where we live and people are—they are, laugh. I, I can tell you, we hang out at at the hot tub, and and it's a very mixed race group of people. And the people that are the most hardcore conservative are not the white guys. All right, these people understand intuitively that they want to make money and they want to be successful, and they're not going to be successful if it's a Democrat in charge. And it's just hilarious. If you if you could just take a picture of the people that are saying the, the people who are MAGA before I was MAGA are not the white guys, and and I think it would shock people.
0: You know, I see that too with my uh, my friends of color, and uh, I, I've got a friend who um, he's retired, he used to be the basketball coach at Northeastern over uh, in Boston, and uh, that's our connection. And he, you know, he's he's black. Uh, he was active in the Democratic Party and now he wants nothing to do with democratic politics. And I asked him why and he said, because I like to eat. That yeah, was his answer. Know, it, he says I like to eat.
1: Yes, exactly. And one of my friends, former NFL guy, and he's the same way, he goes, He goes, This is so stupid. He said, We gotta move beyond this stuff. He goes, Look, I, I don't wanna pay any more taxes. You know, I don't want all this regulation. I want to move on with my life. It's funny. You and I have a Northeastern connection. My roommate from the Marine Corps went to Northeastern, and uh, many, many, many decades ago. But uh,
0: that's a great school. Oh, it's an incredible school, and it's centered in the uh, in the bastion of liberalism. You know, in Boston. But, uh, you know, here I am talking to this man of color who says, I want nothing to do with this liberal politics. I mean, we need to go conservative. The Democrats are crazy. And this is what he says to me all the time. And in fact, actually, he's worked on conservative campaigns here in Arizona. He helped uh, Michelle Reagan, who's our outgoing Secretary of State, uh, get elected. Um, He's worked for Paul Gozar, my congressman, in getting him elected. And it's just, you know, people see that if you want to move ahead with life, you've got to have people that cut taxes and let the economy set itself rather than what Obama did to this economy for eight years.
1: Yeah, you know, I think people are, I think people have fatigue on this stuff. So, you know, what Candace Owens doing and Charlie Kirk, I think I think those they're setting a stage where it's going to be harder and harder to to do these glib, you know, comments about racism. You know, my daughter is not white. And uh, and people always ask her all the time, you know. They say, "What nationality are you?" And she says, "I'm the future," you know. And, I like that. And, and she means it in a very positive way. And and she's um, hardworking person, and she's 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 down the line. She, you know, she wants. You know, nobody takes her money. She works hard for it, and and so, you know, I think I think they're going to lose this thing because they, they overplay their hand like they overplay everything. And so um, so I, I don't worry about that anymore. I think what I do worry about is the incredible violence that that these snowflakes are uh, are trying to do now, because I think they're trying to create, I think, chaos to make the right overreact. And and that's the that's the thing I think is their new playbook.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying about the uh, getting them to overreact and uh, I don't know if you saw the other day that Antifa surrounded Tucker Carlson's house.
1: Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just I I think, you know, he's not going to overreact, but I mean, they're going to do something one day. I think they're trying to create an environment where somebody where somebody overreacts to a situation and causes a uh, a violent outcome so they can just play it over and over and over again. And so, um, you know, I, anybody listening that, that's right, you just got to ignore these people unless they're going to cause you great bodily harm, because that's the only playbook they have left.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I totally agree with that. Um, when we Let's go back to the economy here for a second. Sure. Um, I, I want to see if I can connect a dot here and see if there's a relationship. I remember, oh gosh, I don't know if it was a year ago, Bob, or two years ago, that lots of flip phones maybe millions of them were passed out on the continent of Africa so the average people could deal in bitcoin is that still going on yeah you know in fact one of the the
1: highest levels of adoption of cryptocurrencies in the world right now is in uganda and 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 just like do you you remember and i say this rhetorically because i know you do is that in africa They jumped a generation of telecommunication because when the phone systems – ironically, we're talking phones – when the phone systems came into Africa, they were already a generation ahead. So they didn't have to put the infrastructure in that they had to put in in the West. And the same things happen with currency because there's such a low trust level of government in Africa – they're readily adopting cryptocurrencies and tokens. And so, yeah, you see it, Uganda is like one of the fastest growing populations for trading in cryptocurrencies and in tokens. And I think it's just gonna explode for them because their governments are so corrupt. This way they can can basically sidestep the banking systems and sidestep the oligarchs that live in those
0: countries. Interesting. So what would? who was behind that move with the phones, and why would they do it? Oh,
1: you know, I wish I knew. I, I, don't, I don't have that information, Dave. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and the reason I bring it up, it seems like a real contrast between what happens in Africa and what's happening in China. In China, they're creating crypto opportunities for the elite that will spill over to benefit Americans. But in Africa, this was rank- and file average people who couldn't even afford a flip phone given a flip phone that could somehow minimally participate in crypto. Why are we seeing the difference there between the two different kinds of social classes involved?
1: Well, I think because China, you know is, is, is really no longer is, is really a developed economy. So where Africa is, is definitely in, in what they call developing or even tertiary. And so they need the phone is basically their ability. The phone is their bank. The phone is their their education system. Their phone is everything to these people. And so probably it was in the best interest of the economic, you know, elites in that country is to give people access to, to be able to bank and to be able to educate and be able to communicate with these phones. And a phone, you know, is a throwaway to them.
0: Well, that's that's, uh, it, but it, there's there's something else though at play. Let let me just point this out: Africa, huge population; China, huge population. Does this represent a turning where we're seeing we're going to see more and more people in crypto, and crypto might even become more dominant than than say uh, paper currency?
1: Oh, without a doubt. And in, in addition to that, is with with these sanctions that are being pushed by our administration against Iran the Europeans are looking for a way around it and so it's not going to take long for people to figure out hey tokens cryptocurrencies is is a way that blockchain is a way to just obviate the need for the swift network and i think it's going to accelerate that i think people are chomping at the bit to break the monopoly that the european central bankers with the american central bank as its slave to to break that monopoly on basically banking transactions and commerce around the world.
0: Hmm. It just it, it, yeah, it just seems like it's just a growing phenomena. Is this a move to could it be an opposition to the uh, Rothschild central banking system, bank of international settlements? I don't a- think anybody's saying it but sure yeah I look I mean, at I look at it as a competing entity
1: yeah and I think I, yeah, I agree and look these guys what a great setup these guys have for 300 years you don't work at all and you just you just harvest you harvest the uh, the rake if you will like like you're a casino and 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 you put no money in and you have a monopoly on the creation of currency and if you're wrong you get to steal everybody's real assets with the fake currency you printed before. And in the meantime, you get to create all the interest that you generate it. Yeah, I absolutely, I believe it. I think we're gonna go back to the hard money again, Dave, and that hard money's gonna absolutely involve crypto, and it's gonna involve gold and silver.
0: Well, I know that at Trade Genius, you guys are involved in this uh, up to your eyeballs. So let, let's talk about what you're doing at Trade Genius to take advantage of these opportunities.
1: Yeah, well, you know, as you know, we're, we absolutely are all in on crypto. And so we, we monitor the top 30 coins and tokens. And we have our algorithm that tells us, you know, when it's a good time to buy them or good time to sell them. And because, you know, they oscillate just like any other asset. And so, you know, during this time of transition in 2018, we're consistently making money on the ebb and flow of the value of those assets. In addition to that, we're gold and we're silver and uranium and we're cobalt because of what's happening in terms of commodities and what's happening and because... One thing, Dave, that we haven't talked about yet is that you know China and India are gonna have increasing inability to pay with their currencies for the energy that they need to run their countries right right both both of them have adopted aggressive nuclear plans and they need uranium to do that and they need cobalt to run their electric cars they need copper they need lithium and regardless of what happens with the economy those those commodities are going to rock <clears throat> and we're following them too dave
0: so when you say these economies are going to rock, what does that mean specifically? The the commodities, the economies, I'm not too sure about, but they need. Okay, I misunderstood you. I, I, that's why I was asking, because I'm thinking the economies are a little unstable. But let's talk about the the commodities. How does that factor in?
1: They're gonna, they're building 150 new nuclear plants around the world. Oh my! They don't they don't have enough uranium to fill them all, so the price is going to rocket. And you're starting to see the lift in in the uranium miners and then what's happening also because the pollution is so bad in these countries dave is that they're adopting.
0: the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals from my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie uh, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: Thing Scooters and electric vehicles and electric transportation of mass transit. And that requires cobalt. It requires copper. It requires lithium. It requires nickel. And so what we've been doing is we've been following these metals and there's stocks and there's ETFs that that you can buy and sell that we've been following and we've been in and out of these things and helping people make money as this whole thing moves. And in 2011, Dave, when the last time we had a, a commodity boom, gold and silver, you know, the, the, the miners went up 4 to 800%. And we think we're we're in another phase like that. And it doesn't even matter what the economies do. the They haven't been mining enough of any of these materials, Dave.
0: Man, it seems like the opportunities for investment are just unbelievable. So um, how can you help people? Because I know that you're in the helping people business. And I'm listening here and saying, there's money to be made, but I'm not exactly sure how to do it. What would you tell me?
1: Yeah, you know, we have algorithms that are following these commodities they're regular stocks they're regular ETFs we're following the right cryptocurrencies so what we do is we have basically specials running Dave that provide people with the signals to buy and sell, they don't have to do the homework we do it for them we have chat rooms where they can communicate with people in terms of hey what do you think about this or that or should I do this or that we're also incorporating training right in as part of the service so that they can get up to speed on what we do, how we do it, why it works. And also what we've done this, this, this uh, month, Dave, is that we're providing 30 minutes of coaching for anybody that buys one of our specials so that we can help them get up to speed as quickly as possible. And then for your listeners, as a bonus – we're gonna provide them the algorithm that we use to buy and sell that we load onto a software called TradingView that they can actually see the buy and sell signals as they occur right on their screen. And we normally charge for that, but if they just mention they heard this on this show, we're gonna provide that to them for, for free and they, as long as they buy it before Sunday.
0: Okay, and I'm assuming that's Sunday at midnight, right? Sunday at midnight. Okay. Well, how, how can they access this? And we, you just kind of rattled off here a whole list of things there. Is there somewhere they can go to read about this in detail and print?
1: Yeah. Just go to com. Go to the specials, one, two, three through six. Pick the one that works best for them. They like to trade cryptocurrencies or they like to trade stocks, the commodities. Or if they want to do both, and then you can pick what when works best for you. You can call in. You can chat with us, and we'll help you through it. And, Dave, what we're giving people for a couple hundred dollars is other people charge thousands for. Wow. We're all about giving people value.
0: Yeah, well, I hear from a lot of people that we have uh, sent your way in the past, and they've thanked me for this association because they're making good money. I mean, they've told me stories where they have doubled their money the first weekend they were in. And, in fact, I got three emails to that effect, oh, gosh, sometime in the summer. So I I know that you're doing good work for them. Um, So they go to TradeLikeAGenius.com, and all this information that you just discussed is there for them to digest. And you're throwing in the bonus of the algorithm, which basically are the buy, sell, and stop signals, correct? Correct.
1: Yeah, they just have to mention, hey, I want I want I want Trade Genius's slingshot. I want I want the algorithm. That's all I have to mention and we'll throw it into them, no additional charge. We charge hundreds of dollars for that, Dave, and we're gonna give it to people for free because they're listening to your show tonight.
0: So all they gotta do is mention Dave Hodges in the common sense show and they're gonna qualify. You bet. That's quite a deal. That really is. And you're taking this until Sunday? Till Sunday evening. You might be busy.
1: Well, good. I think it'll be, it'll benefit everybody.
0: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Well, Bob, I want to thank you for joining us. This has really been informative, and it's uh, good to actually revel in some good economic news with regard to our country as Donald Trump continues his march forward to making America great again. And I'm glad to see you guys taking advantage of of the opportunities that trump is helping to create so bob again very good information and what a great opportunity for our listeners remember go to trade like a genius i love that name trade like a genius.com and you have until sunday at midnight and you're going to save hundreds of dollars but potentially make thousands of dollars in its place bob thanks for joining us
1: hey dave thank you so much for having me have a great night
0: okay